Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Orion Report. Tonight's reading is from the website www.orionism.com under the General Discussions tab and it is called Fake News. Recently encountered some vicious misconceptions about Orionism being peddled online as facts and realized that this misinformation needed to be addressed. Anu and the Anunnaki There are those who believe we worship the ancient Mesopotamian high god Anu and or the Anunnaki, gods of Mesopotamia, Summer, Babylon. This is a complete misunderstanding of our teachings and a misstatement, either of ignorance or bad intent. Our view of God is based on the idea that the Supreme Spirit was hinted at or revealed in almost every culture from the beginning. We look at God like looking at a great diamond with innumerable facets, each facet a face or idea about the Most High. Anu among the Hurrians, Hittites, Babylonians, and Assyrians, or An among the Sumerians, is seen as merely one facet of a far greater truth, one mask of eternity. In Canaan, El or El Elyon. Among the Israelites, Yahweh, yod heh Among the Greeks and Romans, Uranus, Urs Anu, or Hypsistos. Atan or Amen among the Egyptians. Taidi or Jade Emperor, or Shangdi among the ancient Chinese. Allah among the Muslims, etc., and etc. Each is an idea about a highest being, a high father, though among the Sumerians we also see Namu, not to be confused with the Babylonian Tiamat, as a feminine face of the Creator. Even among the most primitive tribes of humanity, there has been a consistent idea about a supreme spirit, a great spirit, or first father or mother. The one and most high God has always been with us, as an idea. More than this, however, historically it is my belief and the Orion teaching that An Anu is the root idea of later Near East concepts of Ahura Mazda, Zoroastrian, El among the Canaanites and Jews, and Yahweh among the Israelites, and maybe even be the root of the Greco-Roman Uranus. This is why we often make the statement Ur-Ions, for Abraham came from the city of Ur within Mesopotamia. And we believe and were taught by Uriel that he, Abraham, was a worshiper of the Mesopotamian god An-Anu. An means heaven or highest, while Anu means the high one or heavenly one. This god was known in those days as being associated with or a parallel of the Canaanite god El. We believe this explains the biblical story of why Abraham found Melchizedek, the king-priest of the Canaanite city of Salem, a compatriot, giving a tithe to the priest-king from the spoils of Sodom and Gomorrah, because both worshipped the same god, the highest god. In conclusion, we view notions of An or Anu as mere faces of the Supreme Being, or masks, 
and ultimately on Anu are ideas about God. Yet it must be said that every mask or aspect of the Supreme Being has its special energy or angle, representing one view of the one God. An, Anu, like El, is experienced as a kindly grandfather, often seen in visions as the archetypical idea of the hermit, tarot reference, or a Gandalf-like character, very wise and patient. In contrast, Yahweh was very much a passionate and masculine entity, more of a stern dad idea. In this same way, we see that every true prophet and saint is a facet face of Emmanuel, God with us, with Yeshua as primary among those. God keeps reaching out to us through humans that are anointed, Christed, to bear God's words. Even as God forever speaks to us within, through his, it, her spirit of wisdom. Paganism, other gods, Anunnaki, Certainly, as monotheists, we do not worship the Anunnaki, as in many gods or lesser deities. We are not pagans. Indeed, if you study mythology from culture to culture, there is a tendency in those stories to push aside, supplant, or simply ignore the High One, relegating the first parent to obscurity. And due to a pattern, we must conclude that this mythological aspect is intentional. Something wants the High One out of the way. Indeed, is it any different today? Certainly humanity and its rulers, seen and unseen, are ever trying to push God out of the way, replace him, it, her, with their vain idols of sensualism, superficiality, and materialism, and unto these sacrificing millions of unborn babies. Among the Israelites, Jews, however, this tendency was subverted so that the gods were replaced with the idea of angels. And those angels who opposed God and the good were classified as fallen angels and demons. In this, Judaism was successful, in a sense, of saving the High One from being supplanted by lesser entities at least within their religious teachings. In short, we see the gods as fallen angels, related to the Watchers, the fallen of the Book of Enoch. Our holistic, holistic or universal approach to monotheism, including the embrace of the mystical and thurgical ideas within monotheism, does lend itself to the brand of paganism and New Ageism, but mystical and surgical practices have always been part of monotheism. Prayer is itself like casting a spell. The Founder The Founder is not from China, as one rumor states. The originator, who taught Raythan and myself, passed on in 2019. We have always sought to keep this fact unknown, though hinted at frequently over the years and I have deliberately chosen to go against and break this personal rule. The scribe is merely her student, however pivotal to what has become Uranianism. Each of us, a trio of persons, have played our role and carry on as best we can. 
The founder is not intent on conquering the world. Raythan and myself will be far from this world, having passed on, before Uranism is ever fully realized, or any of its political social goals are achieved. We have not profited from this. We have spent a great deal of money and have known hate and rejection and mockery for our efforts, not fame or accolades, and neither have we sought this. Our hope is for an epic future for humankind. Did the founder, do we ourselves, suffer from schizophrenia? This was said outright by one hateful person. Yet, perhaps so. All three of us have experienced paranormal sights, sounds, and sensations, powerful visions, and lucid dreams over the years. We have also all wrestled with anxieties, depression, loneliness, and feelings of alienation from family and society. In modern terms, most of the prophets, saints, and visionaries of the past would be classified as schizophrenic or mentally ill in some fashion, certainly delusional by modern secular standards. Does the founder or triune suffer from Asperger's? No. Yet, given that my beloved nephew killed himself because of Asperger's syndrome and the persecution he was getting from his local community in the form of bullying, the utter hate the critic expressed toward people with this syndrome was personally very offensive. Moreover, their complete contempt toward those with mental illness in general was rather telling of their character. Uriah and Science One accuser critiqued our ideas on science as, in summary, ridiculous. Our firm belief is that science and spirituality do not need to be alienated from each other, but that they need to be commingled. We believe that the spiritual, the metaphysical, the paranormal should be studied scientifically that altered states of consciousness through the use of theogens, ethnogens, and controlled near-death experiences might open vistas of truth and levels of reality to humanity that will, in future days, enable humankind to achieve monumental progress. Alternative medicine and spiritualized agriculture, see Feinhorn experiment, are also ideas that we embrace. Yet, this said, we are not opposed to hard science, normative medical treatments and studies, but simply believe that the powers of the mind and spirit offer another avenue of exploration. Our main concern or focus is that of helping humanity to leave Earth, explore and colonize the stellar frontiers, and even access something called hyperspace and other levels of existence in general. I recommend looking into the story of Srinivasa Ramanujan. Indeed, even Nikola Tesla believed he was in communication with otherworldly entities. Reasons for this. Paranormal phenomenon has measurable and well-documented effects 
detectable with various devices. The existence of otherworldly craft, UFOs, UAPs, etc., are now known and verified by the government sources. Altered states, meditative states, the power thereof, can be attested from times immemorial by masters across the globe, and their powerful effects on mental and physical health cannot be denied. In India, many miraculous acts are frequently achieved by masters of meditation, from slowing the aging process to going without eating or drinking for very long periods of time. This would tend to indicate validity and tangibility that should not be ignored. The use of ethnogens is rooted in the most ancient traditions of humankind and should not be cast away, but rather approached in a sacred and scientific way. To find the optimal methodology for use, and push the boundaries of human consciousness to the utmost. Government and academic studies have found a valid incidence of telepathy, remote viewing, and other psychic phenomenon. Mayon. The critic targeted our teachings on the Mayon, which is rooted in a very ancient idea called the divine spark. The idea postulates that other than just physical, atomic, and subatomic particles, there is a spiritual particle, or a divine spark, that is trans-universal, trapped in this universe in the moment of creation. That is, the concept that a sum of extra-universal divine substance was embedded and entered into our universe at the moment of realization. Big Bang. And from this, all living spirits derive the core of their consciousness, the immortal part of self. The ma attaches itself to an ion within the brain during the conception fetal stage of development. Orphans. The critic who inspired this post mentioned a completely fabricated idea about kids being taken from parents which has never been in our teachings, so I'm not sure where he got it from. Indeed, we are forcefully opposed to the abuse of children in any way. Yet, our teachings do address the idea that, in the kingdom, orphans would be celebrated, privileged, because they would be raised as children of the Most High, children of the kingdom, given the finest education, and training, counseled and guided and encouraged to the highest levels of achievement. This is an almost platonic ideal, like unto the guardians of the Republic, and I cannot imagine how it could be seen as evil to encourage orphans to be uplifted in such a way by society. It is absolutely necessary as well in a nation that outlaws most abortions to have some constructive and positive way to deal with the expanded needs of a much larger orphan population. Conclusions 
not going to say we don't have some pretty strange and non-traditional views and ideas. And I'm well aware that the whole of our teachings will offend most people for one reason or another. But there seems no need to lie or exaggerate in order to achieve the goal of bashing us. And that's the reading for tonight. I hope you enjoyed it. For more wonderful readings, please visit the website www.urianism.com. God bless you and good night.